This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right, it's Thursday night, it's Beer Show Night here on Score North on 1500. And of course, online, we are scorenorth.com. And don't forget about the Score North mobile app for both Apple and and Android. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Service. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? We're, yeah, we got an action-packed show lined up here, uh, so let's start up with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities in uh, South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake. Uh, Ryan is here this evening. Hello, sir. Hey, you know, I think it's fair to say we might have the best app available in, yeah. in the Twin Cities now, Th- too. That's exactly what I wanted to start with. So last week, you came on the show... And uh, you told the audience worldwide that listens to the beer show um, about the new app delivery service that you guys have at Elevated. So for those that might have missed it, re-explain what that is. So I think that's the key here, right, is is the delivery piece. A lot have tried. Many have failed in the liquor industry of, of putting together an app that, that really is uh, – Competitive from a value perspective, incredibly fast timing wise, and really reasonable from a, from a cost perspective too. So you get that with the, with the elevated beer, wine and spirits app. It's available on Apple as well as Android. You can mm-hmm. download it right now and, uh, and have it on your phone for all those different times where you may need delivery of your, of your alcohol, whatever that might be quickly. Uh, it, it's like just weirdly I'm, I'm, quick. I'm talking like a lot of the time. Yeah. Even for like, you know, 10 miles, 15 miles away from our store, we can get it to you in under an hour. Well, and here's why it makes so much practical sense, whether it's from a convenience standpoint um, or if it's a safety standpoint where, you know, you're having a party party all day and all of a sudden you say, yeah, I want to go get some more, but maybe it, I shouldn't the be Vikings behind the wheel. Tomorrow night. There you go. You want to have? You don't want to leave the Vikings game. So last uh, Thursday, while we were here on the show, I kind of ducked out for about five minutes as I downloaded <laughs> yeah, the yeah, app during the show that <laughs> made my purchase on my phone, and I was stupid enough not to do the delivery, thinking this is going to be great. I even sent my wife a text saying. Uh, there's a delivery coming. Don't mind you me. Intended to do the delivery, and then, but somehow you messed. And it up. instead, what I did was I selected the in-store pickup, which was super convenient. Well, I it, just was an idiot and picked the wrong one. That's an option we didn't even really talk about, but it is available. And and I think for a lot of people, that's a nice feature to have as well. If you're you know? so lazy that you can't walk into Elevated, Guilty. you download this app. It's Elevated Beer. They have to search Elevated Beer in the iTunes Store, you're right? right? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it. so Elevated Beer, you have to search it because it doesn't instantly pop up, but it will because it's getting a lot right, of traction. There's a lot of different elevated companies out yes. there right or so elevation elevated or whatever. So elevated beer, beer, beer gets one. you right to it you'll find it right it'll be the first yeah. one if you're 
lazy enough that you don't want to even walk in the store. You can just do it. You might have to look and say, hey, here I am. Mm -hmm. But it makes it really easy. But you said something that I really want to talk about because this is different than every other app out there is the competitive pricing. When there's booze on other apps, the app itself increases the price of the the booze to work in their delivery fee. That's exactly it. And then they have a delivery fee. Right. So you're selling it. If if something's $10.99 at your store, it's $10.99 on your app. That's exactly right. You know, that's a whether, whether it's difference. Amazon or shipped or mm-hmm. you know whoever you might use for your delivery services for other retail goods, they're going to be marking that up on average about twenty percent. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 difficult for these guys to stay competitive. Whoever it is that partners with these sure. different apps, because you know they've got to build in this third party fee as well. You don't have that with the elevated beer, wine, and spirits app. And again, you know we always talk about beer, but you know for for those that haven't been to our stores, we do offer. All alcoholic beverages, great wine selection, incredible spirit selection, and all of that is available on the app. So yeah, you, you don't want your... a bottle of Grey Goose to be twenty percent more expensive, right? You know, so you buy it from Elevated Beer, search Elevated Beer in yep. the App Store, and then you get it, and then you're getting it at your price, your retail price, which our retail for, price, yeah, which is a great deal. Yeah. What that that's a big thing, and I you kind of ran over it. Yeah, and I, I well, want thanks to make for pointing that, that out. Clear. I think that I think that is key. You know, we're we're incredibly competitive in that online space where you know it's 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 convenience based, so people don't always think about the price. But you know, if you feel up your cart and you've got you know a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff in there for a party or even a hundred whatever it might be you know you don't want to pay that extra 20 well, bucks if you don't have to and here's why it's genius so i i mistakenly did the the in-store pickup function of my purchase so what did i do so here here was my here was my plan i thought oh this is great i'm gonna get home i'm gonna cut my grass and i'm gonna have fresh you know goods delivered fresh from beer. elevated and so i got home and i said hey i asked the wife i said hey did anything show up and she says no, why? What, what, what time was it supposed to get here? She she thought maybe it was Schwann's or whatever. Right, right, yeah. And I said, well, don't worry about it. So I thought I'll cut my grass, I'll get it done, and maybe it'll show up. And then I looked back at my phone and went, ah, crap, I picked the in-store <laughs> pickup function. So what I did was I had I had the next day off. I had last Friday off. So me and the boys got in the car, ran some errands, stopped in an elevator, picked up my stuff, and then what do I do? I bought more, bought stuff, more stuff in addition to the yeah. stuff that I had purchased online. The app is extremely communicative on your delivery. It tells you when it left the store, yep. when it's coming your way. Yeah, right? you get a tracking link as soon as you this hit purchase, cool. and that you can follow your driver and his progress and all that. You know, I love it for uh, just the convenience of, of not having to, you know, take time out of your day to, to run to the store. You know, for a very small price, you can have everything delivered right to you quickly. And think about it: like eighteen pound bags of ice that we're also used to grabbing for yeah. parties and things mm-hmm. like that. They'll grab that for you. They'll yeah. bring it to you. You don't, don't have to, to worry it. about carrying twelve packs and bags of ice and all that. And uh, and it's it's done by a friendly driver, typically, at least in my experience. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's super convenient. I mean, we're talking if you own a business out there, if you want to treat your employees on a on a Friday to a happy hour, you know, that's the elevated yep. app. I like to look at this app as just one of those utility apps you need to have on your phone if you live in the Twin Cities market right now, just in case, just in case, yep. yeah, because there's always those times. I got yep. your tagline. Uber gets you to the bar. Elevated beer gets the bar to you. There See, you go. Yeah, love it. That's why it's here. That was the best I've had. Yes, it was. That, we bring the, way, the bar to you. Quick side note on my gross miscommunication yes. with my elevated app. But you know what? How it did pay off. Oh. We had to go to the store. Had to pick up the goods. Had to pick up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. 
Chicago Taste Authority for lunch Ooh. with my boys. First time Perfect. they'd ever been. It was a home run for everybody. Yes. So everybody won. Italian beef. Oh man, Italian I, beef. I, based that upon the recommendation, <laughs> based upon the recommendation of Jim, I went Italian beef. Awesome, because it was spectacular. I usually go combo with the Italian sausage too. And then of course, what they did I pay for that ad? We can't give them that much. What did props? my kid want to order? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. No, we're no. not ordering spaghetti <laughs> yeah, at Chicago at Taste Authority. <laughs> All right, so that's really cool. And the app again is uh, just search Elevated Beer. Yep. Whether you have an Android or an iPhone, uh, you'll it'll pop up real quick. Quick download. Uh, you're off and running. You don't even need to create an account. You can check out as a guest if you if you're if you're in a hurry, and it's it's very convenient. So let's say I heard a spectacular guest on this show, like maybe from the Duluth area. Would I be able to order their beer on the elevated app? Absolutely, you can. You can do that right now if you'd like to. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a, a really special guest on the show with us tonight. This has been a long time coming. I would say this is well well overdue. Which uh, feels like we were talking about this before impossible. the show. We, we can't believe they haven't been on yet. But that's the, but that's another story for another time. Yeah. So we've got we've got Duluth Brewhouse, aka slash Fitkers Brewhouse out of mm-hmm. Duluth, and. Uh, Man, you know, these guys, they've been doing it for a really long time. We've got Rod in studio with us with his son, Bo. Uh, what's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. So let's talk about, uh, Rod, I'll let you take the stage first just because, you know, d- dad wins. All right. So just settle oh, down. Oh, <laughs> but, but talk about the, the, the connection of, uh, Duluth Brewhouse with Fitgers, kind of longevity, because I know a lot of people have heard the name Fitgers, especially mm-hmm. in this market, but, there might be people in this town that listen to the show that might not be that familiar with Duluth Brewhouse. We'll uh, share it. You know, Chris, first let me apologize in advance. I've, we've been sitting in this the uh, Score North uh, room drinking beers for the last two hours like the uh, like the motivational speaker. <laughs> here. And so I feel like Chris Farley here. So no I, worries. Yeah, here we are. No. As long as you don't swear, I don't care what you do. As long as you don't swear. <laughs> um, good to see you guys, and thanks for having us on the show. And of Ryan, course. thank you. Of course. Uh, the history of Fickers. Let's, 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 this is an interesting story. Uh, we started the brew house uh, 24 years ago. My my old college roommate Tim Nelson and I, and uh, the story is quite rich. Uh, we were in Colorado on a trip skiing, and uh, we went to this place called the Midnight Sun in Boulder, Colorado. And cool. Had this there was a little brew pub that was they were just popping up a quarter of a century ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we said, God oh, dang, this is cool. Let's 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 do this. We're just looking for something to do. And we got back to Duluth, and sure enough, that was it. We called uh, the owner of the Fitkers Complex, and before you know it, we signed the lease. You know, it's, 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 it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. After we signed the lease, the owner says, so, you know, we just signed this lease. You guys are all in. Tell me your experience in the restaurant and beer business. <laughs> we went Tim, to Colorado. Yeah, bingo, bingo, bingo. <laughs> Too late. We've signed the lease. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, he, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so Tim says to him, he says, okay, Scott, uh, I worked uh, the ninth hole in Brainerd Golf Course out of, out of an igloo handing people beer. Oh, so I'm wow. super skilled. And then he looked at me and I said, well, I worked at Pizza Hut, you know, schlepping beers in Why the back not? of the house. I yeah. got massive skills. And so, uh, as you know, we started and the, uh, the rest is quite history, which, by the way, my mentor had taught me at the time. He he said, uh, hey, Rod, every question you have, the answer is two phone calls away. And for you listeners, if, if that if that resonates with you, to know that you don't do something because you're scared, right? And if you know for a fact that every question you have, the answer is two phone calls away, that's great, right? Eliminates mm-hmm. the myth of fear. Absolutely. The second thing he taught me, and this is also quite interesting, he says, find someone that knows more than you, key phrase, and let them do their job. And I think I bought into those two ideals over the past 24 years, you know, maybe to a fault, but uh, we've produced, and Bo will speak to this later, we've produced some of the greatest brewers that went out and started their own breweries. We've been a farm club uh, mm-hmm. because we're small over the years, and, and we're proud to say we're Minnesota's original brew pub, and we're the oldest brew pub. 
Well, the story continues. So we hired Mike Hoops from Lake Superior Brewing, which was just right across the hall from us at Fitker's at the time. And Mike Hoop now owns Town Hall, uh, dear friend. And Mike and I were, you know, decided we need to, to get a brewery going here. So we find on the internet this thing called the internet 25 years ago, right? right. And uh, we decide we, we find this old brewery in Golden, Colorado. It, it was out of business. And this is a classic. You know those uh, those TV shows where they, they open up the garage and you can buy You, you, you sure. get the garage yep. and all the junk becomes yours. Sure. Well, sure enough, we show up and we, we rented a rider truck. You know, The guy said, yeah, it's a cool brewery. So we end up going out to Colorado. We take a rider truck, him and I. We back up the rider to a garage. This is a true story, right? They open up the garage, and inside of it is just this mess. It was the octopus man of of hoses and and stuff. And it was this old English-clad three-barrel brewing system, right, wow. from England. And this guy had it stored, and so we gave him a few bucks for it. We threw it in the back of the truck, and we drove back to Duluth, right? We get to Duluth. We hire a plumber. And the plumber, first thing he says, and I didn't know this, and you guys probably know this because you're smarter than me, but there's, 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 we know there's American threads, you know, a thread on a bolt, mm. and then there's metric threading on a bolt, right? A metric wrencher, sure, sure. And, you know, yeah. and, but there's a third thread. It's called the English thread. You're you, kid. Did you know that? No. So all the bolts are English threads. Oh, and so no. when the plumber's like, I, because it's missing, right? He's like, I gotta, he's gotta retool everything. Ah, oh. oh, for crying out loud. And so next thing you know, we're doing this, and just, it was one, it, it was a comedy of errors after comedy of errors. But before you know it, Mike and the, and the plumbers and the and the team got it going, and we put out our first beer, our, our golden ale, uh, golden ale. And what what what's what's the date of that first beer? This was uh, twenty four years ago, twenty three years ago, I should say, in September. Or October. Got it. Okay, perfect. Continue. And uh, yeah, so we're putting out this beer right now. Oh, geez, this homemade beer, and it was it was a, quite a story, right? Because Fitgers began in eighteen eighty one. Sure. And then uh, they closed down in 1972, and it just remained vacant for all these years of, of not putting out the beer. And by the way, Fitgers was very competitive with Anheuser-Busch back at the uh, the 1940s. It was putting out 100 grand in barrels a year. It was it was killing it. Anyways, long story short, we got it started. And after a couple of years, a uh, year and a half or so, Mike decided to open up his own place in Town Hall. He wanted to make his way to Minneapolis. So Mike says, I'm taking off. Why don't you give my brother, Dave, who was working at Pyramid Brewing at the time, give him a call, see if he can come in and brew for you. Sure enough, we call up Dave Hoops, uh, who, if you're in the beer industry, you know he's quite a famous uh, brewer, probably the famous brewer in, in you know of, of the small breweries here in Minnesota. And uh, Dave came in, and for 15 years, he was our brewer. And I was, you know, he has Hoops Brewing, and he's, he's, he's killing it and having a ton of fun there. So there's kind of this history, and everything in between, right? And then we purchased new buildings. We have the Burrito Union, which mm-hmm. is a funky little burrito joint. We had the Red Star, which is now the Barrel Room. It's a discotheca that now is a you know whiskey bar. I restored the old city hall, the original city hall of Duluth, where from, that was 1886 as well. And that's where the Rathskeller exists. That's Minnesota's second-ranked uh, uh, cocktail bar, which serves wicked cocktails in this dungeon-esque place. Uh, and then we have the Indian Station, uh, which is what I right now we're pivoting Indian Station. If you, if any of your listeners have been to Duluth, they might have been to the Canal Park area, sure, mm-hmm. and they know where the Indian Station is—a little cute little bar that was uh, right there on the corner of Canal, which is now going to be a five-bedroom boutique hotel, which will have the Fitkers, <clears throat> which will have Bose Fitkers beer uh, here. We'll be serving it there as, as part of your your hotel experience, and and then the story, of course, gets richer and. Uh, but I'll tell you what, right now, uh, the history of Duluth and the history of beer is quite a rich story. The history of the blue-collar worker and what's happening now in our transition in Duluth to quite the tourist town has been quite exciting. Can you, oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Um, so 24 years ago, I was um, running a lot of marathons, and I went up and ran Grandma's. 
And there wasn't another option of things to do in downtown Duluth besides Fitkers, right? Am I, do I, am, am I misremembering? There was grandma's, right? Um, and that's a little bit away from Fitkers. But what was it like 24 years? You didn't have a tap room and there was nothing. So how did you get the community to understand that I know you want a Budweiser or I know you want a McGolden, but this is what we have. How did you get people to even understand that? Okay, you're, you're walking down a nice little rabbit hole. You kind of fed into something here. So <laughs> back then, first of all, Tim and I were saying there's no, nothing to do. You know, we didn't want to do the college bar thing. We're mm-hmm. just, this is lame, right? And so let's do something that we want. And I think, for, again, back to the thing, if you ever want to do something, find out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, how simple is that fundamental? Well, we found this out that we wanted to do this, right? And we built this brewery, and we really focused on the culture of the brew pub, uh, which didn't exist back then. Mm-hmm. And that culture was, of course, the cliche, quality food and beer, blah, 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 but also music, history, sure. and and a story. Well, sure as... Crap, and I wasn't gonna. I, almost, I got you. And I'm not gonna swear, <laughs> I got you. As the the goofball, uh, goofballs. My dad <laughs> comes in and says, "I want a Budweiser," you know. And uh, sorry, father, we don't have Budweiser here. Well, I'm going down to Chi-Chi's then. <laughs> oh, and, I love uh, Chi-Chi's. Right? Yeah, the well, place we was great. Chi-Chi. We missed yeah. Chi-Chi's. <laughs> anyway, fried ice cream, weren't they? Fried ice cream. Yeah, fried ice cream. Fried <laughs> ice cream and in uh, and, and bad chimichangas. Go ahead. Anyways. Uh, we had these people, these gangsters coming in saying they want Budweiser. Well, we, you know, call it knucklehead, call it not listening to your customer, which I wouldn't recommend to anyone. But we just stuck to our guns and we said, no way. And H-E-W-2-6. I call it stubbornness. Stubbornness. Yeah. Purist. We're not going to sell this crap. And we stuck to it. And you came in, you would never see a Budweiser in our joints. And people did stomp out and, you know, all the name calling and all that. The knuckleheads, idiots, you know, under, you know. And Ryan and I were talking back channel here, and sure enough, Ryan said, well, why don't you add a tap back? And you could have made a ton of money. And I go, you're right. right. <laughs> well, and, uh, could, could you yeah. have back then because of oh, liquor yeah, laws? You could yeah. have. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. We, so the thing about the difference between a brewery, which, you know, think True, of and a brew pub. And a brew pub. Right. We can right. serve liquor, booze, and other people's Yeah, you can beer. have a full bar and full food, bar, everything. Yeah, full yeah, bar, full yeah. bar. And, uh, but for the breweries, they can't do this. So, yes, and uh, guest taps were as actually part of our, our culture. So uh, part of this kind of camaraderie, camaraderie that Bo's going to talk about later here. But, yeah. That was kind of the story there. So yeah, Budweiser effect. We uh, we squashed it. And now craft beers killing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have a lot to get to here, but we got to step aside for just a brief moment. We're talking with our friends from Fitkers Brewing and the Duluth Brew House, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And uh, we're still doing two tastings this weekend. Correct, Ryan? Yep. Yep. The the standard really we're doing we're doing Friday night in Minneapolis from five to seven and Saturday tasting in White Bear from three to five. Fantastic, and you can find more information online at elevatedbws.com and also on Twitter at elevatedwbl and at elevatedwbws. Holy cow, that's a lot of W's. My name's Reavers. That's Fred Aloni. This is the Beer Show. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, folks. The best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. It's not even close. They are located in South Minneapolis at uh, Hiawatha and 42nd. That's my store. They are also located in uh, White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Two tastings this weekend, per usual, the Beer Show tasting weekends. Uh, Friday, that'll be tomorrow, 5 to 7 p.m. in Minneapolis. Saturday, 3 to 5 from White Bear Lake. And kind of a clean and unique uh, twist to this well, week's Well, we might tasting. have some listeners that are wondering, well, how is that possible that you could have Fitker's beer 
or Duluth Brewhouse beer right. at your stores because you know for the longest time you this wasn't accessible to the to the off sale market. So luckily we have Rod and Bo here, uh, father son duo from from that franchise. What what happened, guys? How were you able to how 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 do we have your beer now? That's that's the big question. Yeah, that's an excellent question. So <clears throat> essentially, the way it worked out was uh, I was working in Minneapolis for a couple years after college here, just uh, sitting in the brew pub with my dad after growing up in the restaurant myself for about 20-some years. And we were just talking, sitting there, having a beer, catching up. And a customer came up to us at our table and said, hey, you you know, you got to really figure out a way to get this Fickers Brewhouse beer down to the cities. I would love to buy it. I love your brands. I love your beers. You guys make awesome stuff. So that got us thinking, you know, how... So how do we how do we make that happen? How do we make that work? And so ultimately, um, like a little process, uh, passion project of mine was uh, let's figure this out. And so I was working in a metal distribution company at the time as a sales rep, and uh, figured, well, let's figure out how we can get this distribution going. Figure and, out how to get the heck out of the metal distribution yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's living the life of a rock star. I'm selling aluminum for a living. <laughs> Actually, though, seriously. Uh, and as soon as I started telling my coworkers what I was working on, they were like, Take me with So, yeah, no, it was uh, it was an interesting process. So for the next year and a half or so, uh, really spent time on developing a business plan, figuring out how we were going to make this work, getting, um, you know, just kind of working out the nuts and bolts and getting our eyes, uh, eyes dotted, T's crossed. And we figured out a way to make it work. Essentially... Um, the simplistic explanation is, uh, we were going to can our product. We were going to brew it in a separate facility and we were going to call it Duluth brew house. It's the Fitker's recipes available now down here in the cities. So we have, uh, our stuff canned and kegged available here in the twin cities, uh, for about the last year and a half or so. And it's been a very challenging, uh, project. So, the fact, uh, my, my dad here has built a tremendous brand with an amazing amount of respect and the history that you just heard about. Um, there's, everyone's been to Fitkers. Yeah. The, Everyone. Yeah. Literally. The legacy and yeah. it's, and it's, and I can tell you firsthand working, um, you know, tastings at Elevated or working, uh, events or working, uh, um, uh, you know, beer festivals or whatever. And, and you hear customers come up and say, man, oh, you guys are Fitkers. Yes. I love your beer. I went up there to, to grab a burger and a uh, burger and a beer on my way up to the boundary waters. Mm-hmm. Or I went up there to, you know, we always stop in Fitkers on our way up to the cabin mm-hmm. or, uh, or what have you. Those or types of experience. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Those types of stories we hear day in and day out. And that's what makes our history and our brand so special. You know, we're the fourth oldest brewery in the state. Um, we're the first brew pub. We're the first brew pub in Minnesota that's figured out how to get distribution going. And it's been a really exciting and challenging project. Um, for me, um, I obviously quit uh, and stopped doing the metal distribution deal uh, about, a, about yeah. a year, yeah. a year yeah. ago. I took, yeah. the, took the dive in and said, all right, let's go. Let's figure it out. Let's yeah. get, you know, problem solved. Let's get, let's get it going. And uh, and here we are today, and and, and happy to be uh, across the Twin Cities. All right, so I'm going to put on my journalistic hat and and start peppering you with hard hitting uh, journalistic right, questions. Are you ready for it? <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm curious because you know even though I've been doing the show for seven years now with Mike and, and Ryan, I I don't really get how all of the, the the standard liquor laws in the state of Minnesota work. But I'm genuinely curious on how they work. So. You guys are two completely separate breweries, one that can dis- distribute in the Twin Cities and one that cannot, correct? 
Correct. Okay. Yeah. So the key distinction here is the Fitgers Brew House is a licensed brew pub under Minnesota state liquor laws okay. where they can make food, they can have a full kitchen, a full bar, um, they can sell other beers from other breweries. Where I am, aka Duluth Brew House, is a fully licensed distribution brewery. Got it. Um, so we have the ability to make our beer and sell it in the mass market. But I, technically speaking, Duluth Brew House does not have a quote-unquote tap room. Mm-hmm. But the Fitgers Brew House is our tap room. Got it. As far as anyone looking to try some beer. Follow-up question. How do you then tell people that, uh, outside of being on this show and having a worldwide audience, but how do you yeah. uh, then get to people that say, man, I'm from Duluth or, you know, I'm, I'm in, Twin C- in the Twin Cities and I love the Fitgers brand. How do you then correlate that message to those people that, that crave that particular beer? Um, essentially, it's by telling our story. Um, we really focus on connecting the Duluth brew house with the Fitgers brew house history. Got it. Um, so the most important fact is that we are, yes, Duluth Brew House, but we are Fitgers Brew House recipes. Um, the connection between me and my father, of course, the family connection, um, the history of our brand, the quality of our product, everything that we've ever stand f- stood for in uh, the way that we've made our beers, in the events, promotions, and the, um, the music and everything else that we've been involved in in the last 24 years. It's really all about connecting that experience of Duluth Brew House to the Fitgers Brew House and making those one and the same. You know what's kind of weird is it's possible that this whole three-tier system might have been brought about by a company like Fitgers fighting Budweiser because they were two big companies. Mm. And Budweiser would just come into a town and say, we're going to make bars that are Budweiser bars. And then someone had to say, no, 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 you can't do that and own the whole market. Is that possible, well, Rob? The, th- that- the three-tier system is good. And uh, there's frustrations it like in, in this little scenario, guys. Yeah. but it keeps the little guys safe. So yeah. let's not let's not beat it up too much. But at the same token, how do we squash some of the silly? So stuff? say the three tier yeah. system. You can't be a distributor, a maker, and a seller of. Right. You have to be one of one of those Bingo. things. Okay. So like the person that's distributing the beer, Burnix, for example, yeah. uh, they can't be making it. Sure. And uh, and so. That's kind of the real estate there. But the other thing for us, don't forget, most breweries like Surly or Bent Paddle, they have their main tap manufacturing oh, brewery. Sure. And then they have a tap room with a little pilot brewery. Yeah, in with that little so they all, system. Most of them, a lot of them have two breweries yeah. anyways. Uh, in the case of Fitgers, I just want to imagine, if the laws changed tomorrow, allowed me to package and keg beer, there's no way in hell I could a semi truck to the back of no, the Fitgers complex no. and it starts shipping. It was built in 1881. It's not, not going to work. So yeah. No matter yeah. what, we'd have to contract sure. brew. And what I want to say about contract brewing is, it's obviously it's acceptable now. There's many beers that are contract brewed, but for quite a while, we have Fulton making the beer with to the exact sure. to the exact specs of our recipe. Mm-hmm. Come on, they're a yeah, world class brewery. That is, I mean, it's how, awesome. how did that come about? We're proud about it. Bo negotiated and uh, Bo made it happen. And so when Fulton's making this. Starfighter Pale Ale or Apricot Wheat. Come on, you're going to have the best beer in town. They're an award-winning brewery. This With consistency, wheat. fantastic flavors. Yeah, yeah. It's really and good. It's, it's not of the park. And so when you have the world-class breweries, and what, what I want to speak to that, and again, I'm sorry, Bo, if I'm speaking on you, that it's a synergy, right? This brewery industry is kind of quite weird. The, unlike uh, Ford versus Chrysler, they're so competitive, mm-hmm. right? 
there's this sense of energy between all the breweries mm-hmm. that, uh, and maybe it's a smoke show on the front end. I, for me, I've, I've been in the business for 25 years, and we all get along. I That's always it. said it's the most charming aspect of this industry. Craft beer good, is charming. Good catch, Chris. Good catch. Mm-hmm. Craft beer is charming. Budweiser is trying to figure out how to bury you guys every single Bing, second of every, every single, single day. day. But yeah. well, we all get along, yeah. and, and and also let both speak that more. But but this idea that Fulton's making the beer, it'd be just like anyone else making the beer. They follow the specs to the T, and sure. for God's sakes, they're world, they're world class. So we're enjoying giving them our business, yeah. right? Because let's talk about something that might need to be talked about, and that's the saturation of the market, right? Mm-hmm. And so if the, if the brew pubs start using the breweries to make their beer. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy and we don't no one's going to go broke, right? Mm-hmm. And so that that's kind of a monetary thing and maybe Bull wants to speak more to that. Yeah, I mean and yeah, just kind of adding in um, I think something that makes the craft beer industry and you touched on it already a little bit is the cooperative nature of it. Um, ultimately the craft breweries in Minnesota specifically were still fighting against those macro breweries, mm-hmm. the Budweiser's, Miller's, Coors of the world. What and, percent of the beer is macro? And at this point, it seems like uh, I don't know the exact number off the top of I my head. It's, it's, like 75 it's like seventy to eighty percent. Yeah. Um, so Minnesota drinkers are still heavily favoring macro beers. Where if you look a market like uh, Colorado or California, it's about fifty fifty. But so, you're chipping away, though, correct? Oh, we're chipping away, yeah. which is it was this when I started. Yeah. So I can tell. So I can tell you. Um, so I can tell you firsthand, you know, if, if I'm at a bar or a, a restaurant and I'm and I'm sitting there at the bar talking to a manager, talking about our products and our beer, and I've got a Bauhaus rep, I've got a Fulton rep, and I've got a Surly rep sitting next to me, and they're all pitching their products, right? So it is a competitive industry, but at the same time, we're not backstabbing each other. We're not. We're we're saying, yeah, he's got a great product too. We have an amazing product. Here's why you should put me on tap. But ultimately, we're all fighting for those macro lines. We're all fighting to promote Minnesota beer to Minnesota bars and you don't, pulling. You don't have to knock off another craft brewer. Exactly. You can knock off a, exactly. Yeah. And we're all buddies at the end of the night. We're buying each other beers and having a great time. So, Ryan, let me let me transition back to you. On the shelves at either one of my elevated stores, whether yeah. it's in White Bear Lake, whether it's in Minneapolis, you know, I know that you guys do a concentrated effort towards, you know, carrying really good local craft beer, but also craft beer that's from around the country. But sure, yeah. is there not, are you almost seeing now kind of a creative display of Duluth beers because of how impressive that that portfolio has become recently. Absolutely, yeah. I think Duluth in general. I mean, it's always been this 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 beautiful city that has so much to offer. But I think the the beer side of Duluth has really put Duluth uh, even more in front of mind for a lot of people. On the worth people, going up there, man. Well, 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 seriously though, I, I have always said Duluth. The Duluth has the most character of any city in this state. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. even close. And you know for, for being 2 hours away, I, when I go up there, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in a different world, yes. you know? And and the the beercation side of it. And I and and, and Rod, I want to hear more about the the boutique with this. Uh there's just so much to do if you go up there just for food and beer alone mm-hmm. these days. And and Rod, your your businesses are a huge part of that. So what's with what's with the boutique? Well, on that note, back to the culture. First of all, Alex, my head brewer, I was going to have him call in and talk to you guys a little bit, but he said he's on a bike ride today with a friend from France. So <laughs> mountain bikers, right? So we have these mountain bike trails, and we have this real outdoor adventure culture. And, and as you know, Outside Magazine ranked Duluth as the number one adventure town in the United States. Wow, cool. And Fickers was mentioned in that article, which is kind of fun as a, as a must-stop. But the Brutique Hotel is a new idea. And so you have these little funky little uh, hotels popping up, and you know all the franchises, all the flags, but... 
people want an adventure. So you're going to come to this place. If you, it's Indian Station. It's right on the lake. Uh, and and you that, said it's in Canal Park? Right in Canal Park. Okay, because I'm trying to picture it in my mind's eye. It's here. right on the lake. If you, if you know where the Canal Park Lodge is and yep. that little strip of hotels, we're just north of the Canal. We're next to the Canal Park Lodge. Got it. Throw a stone from front door. Okay. But right now we're building a big barrel sauna on the deck that looks over Lake Superior. So oh, you, you know, it's clothing cool. optional. Um, Ryan, clothing <laughs> option. Yeah, cool. as it should be. Right? And, and then everyone's going to get a growler of beer. They're going to get a six, a four pack of uh, one of the, uh, the Duluth beers. They're going to get this idea when they come in. They're going to have this experience. Uh, there's five rooms, and you can rent the whole place, or you can have it all. And I'm building it right now. As a matter oh. of fact, that's where I was this morning. I'm you guys will kill it for it'll bachelor party. It'll be fun, Chris. It'll oh be fun. my god! It's, 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 I, I see that as a romantic getaway, not a bachelor party. That's well, going to be a both. lot of. You know, you can, there's know. a lot of guys that think would think that that's cool. Well, you're not getting me up to Duluth. To well, sauna. well, I'm well, not going to get married again. <laughs> well, Mike, you're a marathoner, so right now I had my marathon buddies. They just reserved the whole of thing course. for you know yeah. my buddy Johnny who's for next June. You should make June. that like ten thousand bucks a night because everything sold out in Duluth. Well, two I'm nights. not going to gouge. Right? No, we're, we're going to keep eleven thousand. Just we're going to nine thousand nine ninety nine. But the long story short is this: is that the, this idea? What you're speaking to Ryan is culture, right? Duluth yeah. has this it. culture. It's got this authentic culture. It's got this outdoor adventure culture, which speaks to the craft beer drinkers, kayaks on the roof, bikes on the trunk, right? Right. And uh, marathon shoes and then or a craft beer in their hand with their accounting books. Yeah, right. Okay. That's I have a question for you. So um, you're the epitome of purist, right? And mm-hmm. 24 years ago, you're saying, I'm sorry, we don't have Bud Light, right? We're not, yeah. we're not carrying it. I'm sorry. We're, we're sticking to craft beer. And you um, change the flavor of Duluth. Okay, White Claw comes into this market, and all, all the world of Budweiser's goes. are not freaking out about craft beer anymore. They're freaking out how to figure out how to take down White Claw, because White Claw is murdering everybody, literally murdering everybody. Would you be a purist enough to say, either Bo or Rod, either of you guys, would you be a purist to say, we're not going to do a Spike Seltzer, or would you say... We can do this. We can figure this out. Because there's something valid about that product when it goes from zero to owning a chunk of the market of a multi-billion, billion-dollar market. And, and what, what do you think of that? Well, I just, read, I just read this, that White Claw sells the best in Minnesota. Yes. You, so you know, interesting fact. So, mm-hmm. so what a knucklehead to ignore that. It's like like a lot of breweries wouldn't make the hazies. Sure. Right? The hazy ales because they're, oh, it's northeast. Oh, we're above that. Well, uh, guess what? They're all making it. Now. Yeah. And so... Um, Alex, our head brewer, was doing what you're doing, Mike. He's ah, screw that, I ain't gonna do that. Ah, sure, rah, you know, in Paris, right? We're making mm. a barrel age, uh, you know. <laughs> and I, Alex, explore it. Yeah, just look see, at it. Just see what you can do. Taste with it. one. Taste. Well, he's oh. tasting them. You know, okay. he's with his girlfriend, uh, probably drinking them right now on his mountain bike. <laughs> yeah, because she's but, but no she's drinking looking. them because she doesn't want to feel heavy on a run tomorrow. Bingo. That's what. It, yeah, Bingo. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I have four uh, sodas coming out. We're gonna have our cherry batch soda, which is a seltzer on non-alcoholic water. Our nice. root beer, which is. Which is awesome, made mm. with yucca root, which would be great to have at your store. Yeah, absolutely, it's got the yucca that makes it head naturally. And then our, then our, we're having two other ales. Sounds there. like a product should be carried at Fratelloni's Ace yeah, There you go. Yeah, it's <laughs> all natural, it's <laughs> pure, pure cane sugar. So we're going to have the seltzer waters, and then, and I hope Alex uh, does that. So that's your question. I'm a big fan of letting the ego go. We have Coors Banquet on tap now, okay. not on tap, but in cans sure. and our restaurants. We've softened the load now that things have spread out. And uh well I wouldn't even necessarily think it's an ego thing it just sounds like you're a fan of innovation. Isn't that the truth Chris? Okay. And, and anyone who doesn't want to embrace that statement right there just should probably be- put their car in reverse in right. any business idea. You have to adapt or you're right. going to die. At the time we were doing so well with right. our model sure. and so it wasn't like we were 20 customers are coming and saying Budweiser and then no one's sitting there. It was the place was packed, right? Yeah. So we were 
you, you had the right worked. to. Yeah, if, if it would have been a little, if we need to make this payment, let's sell some cores. You Bingo. Know, we, we, we had Omar from Surly on here, yeah. and he said, hey, our brewers are making this great beer. They're making Furious and all this headbanging stuff. And then out back, they're drinking Coors Banquet on the, right. uh, <laughs> when they punch out. I'm like, wait. Does that not resonate to you that your brewers need something easy every once in a while, right? They just it. need something light and easy. That's trending like crazy. It is. The yeah, lighter really beers. Is, yeah. So that's why the apricot wheat's such a hit at Elevate and other, and other restaurants and Huge bars. Hit. By the way, Bo's beers at over 100 places in Minneapolis after a year. That's, that speaks to the Fitgers brand, yeah. right? All right. Is everybody good on time? You can, can you guys hang out for a couple we, more minutes? Oh yeah. All, All right. right, cool. So let's let's take another break here. Uh, Ryan, let's mention, by the way, quickly, for those that are just tuning in, this Friday from 5 to 7, this Saturday from 3 to 5 at the White Bear Lake Store, uh, the beer show double-featured beer show tasting. I think I just mentioned beer show twice. Anyway, take it away. Yeah, so 5 to 7 Minneapolis, 3 to 5 in White Bear on, on Saturday. Um Come by, try these beers. They're they're their lineup is so great. These beers are rock solid and you get to try them for free. Yes. I think that's that's the key. Absolutely. Right? So I think uh I think you're gonna be really happy to know you can take home a four pack of Duluth Brew House slash Fickers Brew House for the weekend. And by the and, way, you're gonna get get to do it in this market probably for the first time. Yeah, a lot of people still are are kind of making that connection right now. And you know, we're we're helping spread the word. Awesome. Uh, we're going to step aside for just a brief moment, come back and wrap things up. You're listening to The Beer Show Live on Score North and scorenorth.com. Final segment of The Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's The Beer Show. That means our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here in studio. Ryan, uh, we have been talking a lot about the tastings this weekend, courtesy of Duluth Brewhouse, and uh, I think this is going to go over very, very well here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I think I think they will, too. In fact, I, I just caught word from Bo here, uh, owner of Duluth Brewhouse, uh, that off-sale segment, that, we're, that section that we're talking about with, uh, with Fitkers tonight. He's gonna be at both tastings this weekend. Oh, that's it? cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll be there. So you're gonna is get... that an excuse just to stay down here all weekend or what? Oh no, no. I'm, I'll <laughs> he's be he's there down no here what. anyways. Nice. Though, right? Oh yeah, you nice. live down here, I assume, right? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. I live down here now. You got to own this market. But, so uh, uh, you have a hundred accounts. People are down here. Here's my theory. You want to have my theory? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. We're not gonna have a choice. I'm gonna give it to you anyways. Yeah. Saint Paul. Doesn't want to carry a Minneapolis tap handle. Minneapolis doesn't want to carry a St. Paul. But either St. Paul or Minneapolis says, we're all, we all love Duluth because Duluth is the, 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 your girlfriend's boyfriend from college who's just the nice guy, right? He's not the superstar rock star driving a Ferrari. He's just the nice guy she used to date in college. Wait a minute. Do you not get that? No. So, with a plaid shirt and a, and a, and a beard. He's got his, his tucked into his khakis, and he comes up and gives her a hug, and when she threw yeah, up last time, he held her hair back, and he was just a sweet guy. He's not a no threat. one was intimidated by him, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so Duluth beers are the non-threatening, hey, we're Duluth, man. We're just we're everybody's best friend. We're good guys. Yeah, you get it, right? Those are the dangerous it's, guys, though, I've been told. Maybe. Yeah. That's who you thought you were. They sneak right. up on you. Yeah. And they have, really. Right. 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 Also, my theory's not great. It won't be the first. That's time. okay. Okay, Ryan. Uh, so, uh, do you get a, a fair amount of request for fitgers for people that are coming down? Do you do oh, you man, hear that yeah. often I in mean, your store? For the first six years we were open, we we we'd get that. And and like you, not a lot of people understand these different rules and right. why you know these regulations are in place and and why we wouldn't be able to have that. Um, we get the same thing for town hall. You know, we still do to this day. Sure. Um, 
So it's it's really cool that now they've 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 had this ability to to supply our market with their fantastic beer. Go yeah, we're, yeah, we're super happy to be down here. I mean, it's it's been uh, it's been a process though. I mean, it's by no means has it been easy. It's been very complicated, and we've had to figure out a lot of. Uh, uh, a lot of creative solutions to problems, but it's been um, it's been fun for me and just getting things you know figured out. We should talk about the beer too, Reavers. Well, we should. I, I did <laughs> mention the uh, the apricot wheat, which I had the chance to sample, and that is spectacular. But I'm looking at Starfire Pale Ale, and I'm also looking at uh, Superior Trail Duluth Brewhouse India Pale Ale. I want to hear about all of these beers, and of course, this one you mentioned that this is uh, goes off gangbusters. In the, uh, in the wintertime, this is the Big Boat Oatmeal Stout. I want to hear more about your beer. Yeah, that's right. So we've got four year-round standards right now that we're pushing. Um, apricot wheat, by far, biggest and largest beer for us. We've got... I can tell. It's really um, good. Yeah, it's an, it's an excellent beer. It's amazing. Low ABV, so it's real drinkable. It's got a great finish, uh, real clean. It's uh, The apricot flavor adds a little creative juice to it that makes it... Good, delicious, clean. It's amazing on a boat or amazing by the beach or, or whatever in this hot weather summer <laughs> uh, that we rarely get here in Minnesota. And then uh, we've got, yeah, like you mentioned, the Starfire Pale Ale. Uh, so the Starfire is one of our flagships in the tap room, um, one of our best sellers there. It's a North Shore style pale ale, which is a term that we coined here. We, uh, What's the it, difference? So <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Well, the North Shore style is a hop forward ale. Got and it. So it's, 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 if you, if you try this, you'll see it's a hop forward. It kind of goes with our Minnesota nice as well. If you're at the brew house. So okay. it's, a, it's our standard, by the way, Starfire is the name of a DJ who helped start the homegrown music festival at Duluth. Come on. Know? And so we started that years ago. The homegrown music festival is quite famous. That's right? cool. And so Starfire is my friend, Scotty Lunt. And, uh, and that's his logo and that's his thing. He's a DJ on Wednesday nights at the brew house. Oh, so that's cool. It's kind of, kind of a cool history there. Yeah, and, and, and speaking back to the beer itself, it's really the Starfire. It's a North Shore style pale. So essentially, like he mentioned, Rod mentioned was a, it's a, a little bit hoppier of a pale ale. Um, it's still got a lower ABV. It's still very drinkable. It's a very delicious beer. Um, so it's a near IPA, but it doesn't sacrifice, um, any flavor by dropping the ABV. So I think that it's got all the flavor of an IPA, but it's got the drinkability of a pale or a pilsner. All right, two-part question for both you, Bo, and for you, Ryan. Ryan, I'll let you start. Which one of these do you think will be the biggest hit? I have a feeling you're going to say apricot wheat, and if that's not the case, which one do you think is going to be the biggest hit here in the Twin Cities? Well, I kind of know the answer. Oh, I don't okay. think you guys do too. <laughs> you just looked at a sales report. <laughs> but it is, it's apricot wheat. I mean, it's, it's out of control what this beer has done, and it's... um. It's really cool to see because I feel but like we're a big IPA town too. I know, I know. Okay. But I feel like this this beer had legs even through the the colder months of the year too. I oh mean, yeah, you guys are seeing that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, even through the cold months, uh, the apricot wheat is our is our best seller, and I think that's true through the tap room as well. At the restaurant between the Stippa, the Superior Trail IPA, and the apricot, those are our top two sellers. Starfire is always within that range as well. They actually, all three pretty hot. But what's an interesting mix, here's something fun to do, guys, is uh, take your Stippa, the Superior Trail IPA, to your point, Chris, all IPA right. friendly. Oh, yeah. Take it, and here's the interesting. Tops, one of our top sellers. This isn't, this isn't some facetious little joke. Take half, and you, Mike, you had one. I had one, yeah. We take half 
a glass. You take a glass, pour half with apricot wheat, pour half with a stip of. We call it a stipricot. If you go to the Brito Union, you can order a stipricot. It's a nor- it's a it's a button. You push it on the on the cashier, and you get a stipricot. That's a normal thing mm. to order at the Brito Union. And it's what it's, am I getting when I do that? Getting apricot wheat and IPA. So you have the hoppiness of, of an IPA. Sure, of an but IPA. I mean, what am I what am I what am I tasting when I have that? So that's, what's interesting, you have the softness of the fruit. You know, apricot, yeah. with the, the the real easy drinking with a little bit of a bite with the stippa, right? And so as a result, you have a it's just like a it's a kick butt beer, man. And so we've been doing that kind of a thing, and 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 I know I know at Elevated, uh, Bo's gonna be pushing the stippercot as a cool as a promotion, right? And so you get to sell it. two beers at once. Too. Well, well. <laughs> Hey, no, no, you gotta buy them both. Otherwise, you're not making the right. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be the fan favorite at all your little uh, that, picnic parties? Absolutely. So, Bo, what, what's next? What is the next beer that you guys are gonna make? You had the North IPA. I know you say it North Shore, but we we call that North here. Someone else said that, right? Um, what What's the next thing that you think the market needs to see? Because people are asking Great. you, hey, what do you have? Um, yeah, that's a that's a good question to ask. Um, you know, we've we've seen. Um, you know, we've really seen a lot of this summer. We've seen a lot of the hazy IPAs, a lot of the milkshake IPAs, um, and I think that that's a that's a positive trend. Um, I I agree. I think that the 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 future of the market, as far as Minnesota is concerned, is really all about the low ABV drinkable mm. beers, super um, sessionable, questionable. The, the yeah. sessions, the beers that where you can go out, you can have a couple, you can enjoy yourself whether you're on the boat, you can enjoy yourself whether. You're, um, you're at work, getting whatever. in a very yeah, lucky yeah, work yeah. situation. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's like... Make a better it's, Budweiser. Yeah, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, I think uh, drink better, drink less. And that's a that's a personal uh, mantra I've had as far as the beers that we promote in distribution is drink better, drink less. Drink better beer, drink higher quality beer, even if it's a lower ABV. But drink just a couple. I mean, mm. drink one or two or three, and then you and then you you go home and you get home safe. Um, that's or you huge... can mix in the zero ABVs that we've seen lately. Too. Or we can yeah. throw sure. in the zero ABVs. I mean, the NA, we the, have NA some of that. They made some yeah, great I mean, beer. It's, it's, yeah. we've seen it explode at our stores. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been cool to see. And, and in what sense? What and you said it exploded in what sense? I mean, are you? Oh seeing... my God, the, the amount of options for NA craft beer now. Really? Yeah, well, we had we had Hairless Tower yeah, 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 not yeah. too long ago, and I think that well, that's a good approach too is that if you if you have you know a six pack of a, a good craft na beer and then you in, you can you can mix in some regular strength so as well are you seeing that being purchased by the the, the person that just gave up that lifestyle or are you seeing no, that being the, purchased the, by the, the people? crazy part is that we're seeing everyday craft beer drinkers now buying 0.0 really? percent abv craft beers really to mix in to their rotation throughout the night for that same reason that you're talking about, Bob. Okay. You know, I think yeah. you're right. I think you I think you hit it on the head. Yeah, I don't think you need to sacrifice flavor or sacrifice drinkability to uh to beer that, you know, uh I know and Rod can say this himself is you, you don't want people coming in and drinking uh just one beer and going home. And That's Mike's theory. If it's a that huge, was my theory. If it's a huge <laughs> if it's a huge Imperial stout or a super thick IPA that's got, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the future of our market is in the lower ABVs, the apricot wheats or the starfire pale ales of the world where you've got, you know, between five and six percent where you can still have a good high quality beer, but you're not getting hammered at the end of the day. Um, and I think as far as the safety of our, of our community is concerned, that's a huge problem. I don't think craft beer got that three years ago. It's like, what are you doing? You're going to well, sell think, somebody one beer at your tap room. But I Congratulations. think that, that was what part of everyone was trying to really let their creative juices fly. And they were coming uh, in, we got an 11%. Well, congr- you, you must be selling for 29 bucks, otherwise you're out of business. Right. So. Part of that, Mike, is that the brewers 
God the love show them. off. They bingo. Yeah. They hate making the golden ale. Yep. It's just like it just pisses them well, off. And right. it's not so easy to do to right. make it taste good. They Bingo. realize that, oh, Budweiser might know what they're doing because that's not that easy of a drink to make, right? Right. And our right. number one selling ale for years was our Golden Ale, our yeah. Lighthouse Golden, which it was just my brewers, oh, I'm doing, I'm on Golden Duty today, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, hey, guys, that's what's paying the salaries. Yeah. The, the barrel-age stuff, well, that's cool. And you can win awards with it. It's kind of like the movies, right? Sure. The movies that win the Oscars are just boring. And, you know, <laughs> but they won the Oscar, yes. right? Like it's everyone, an art everyone wants to see Spider-Man. Everyone wants to see Spider-Man. It doesn't win Jack. Make right? something blow up! <laughs> and so we got to keep the beers tasty and, and delicious. But the same token, we need Oscar award-winning stuff. So right. you didn't even mention, uh, when, when can we expect the, 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 the Duluth, or is it the Fitgers Hotel open? When, when's the opening That's going to September 1. September first. Yep, yep. Oh, so we're, we're, so you're, I was thinking next spring. No, we're, we're T minus four weeks. And you're uh, kidding. I'm the guy with the tool belt on. But all I, right, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. Is the name of it, the, <laughs> Rod? Is the name of it the Brutique Hotel? It's is called that? the Indian Station in Brutique Hotel. Got it. Sponsored by Fitker? Are we so not yep, even yep, associating no, the two? It's just totally associated. Okay. Yep, we're, That's we're, the world's longest name. the baby sister. Okay, wait, wait. The baby brother. The world's longest name. What's the website for it? Indian Station. Say say it slower because I. It's Indian. E N D I O N. Not Indian. How does Andean. anybody? How would anybody know that? Does everybody know uh, what he's talking about? Well, you know what Indian is? It's like it's the name of. It's be like uh, Fridley. Indian is the name of a part of the city. It's oh, Andean I have name, never heard yeah. of that. Has As no matter, idea what you're you talking see, about. When you go see that space, you're going to see something quite unique. In that it was, they literally put this huge brick building. Well, you've seen it here. Yeah. It's happened here with it was some with I think with one of your. Uh, Art uh, buildings. They put the thing on a trailer and they hauled it seventeen oh, yeah, blocks yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. Oh, and, it was uh, the, yeah, yeah, Pantages. Thank you. Yes, yes. Pantages. And, and then, uh, then no one used it. <laughs> yeah, for years, years. But they're yeah. using this. Yeah, okay. And so you'll enjoy that. You'll be able to sauna. You'll be able to enjoy it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be boutique in that we're going to have a little beer theme to it. But what? Again, cool. you can do non NA if you want. We have root beer, right? We have our craft root yeah. beer as well. So awesome. Yeah, but if you're going to a boutique. Have some beers. Yeah, like yeah. Frickin yeah. Beer. You're right, Mike. Rod Bull, this was a treat, man. Thanks so much for coming God, in. We had a great time here Appreciate you. Yeah, Appreciate thanks you. Thanks a lot for having us. Uh, websites for both and any all information that people are going to need for either yeah. the br- beer, the, the boutique, anything. Yeah, uh, as far as distribution, DuluthBrewHouse.beer is the easiest way to find out anything about where we're located. Cool. Uh, what we got coming out. Um, otherwise, it's... Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And that's the featured beer of the week, Ryan, at Elevated. Yeah, it is. Both tastings uh, are this weekend, one in Minneapolis on Friday night from 5 to 7. That's free. And it's free in White Bear from 3 to 5 on Saturday as well. Bo will be there pouring beer. Go go, go out there. Pick his brain. I mean, this is, this is the owner. This is the guy that knows the stuff. And that's nice. what's so cool about these tastings. Also, download our app. Yes, please. Mention yes. that again. Yeah, whether or not you have an Apple or an, an app Android. <laughs> you have to have this app on your phone. If, if you didn't catch why, you know, listen to the podcast. We uh, we have a lot of different ways that you can you can really utilize this, including that safe drinking that you guys were alluding to earlier. Absolutely, absolutely. And I predict, by the way, a uh, beer show getaway at the uh, the new hotel up in Duluth at God, some point. Oh yeah, yeah. make sure you contact me. <laughs> that's we'll that's, sure that's a field trip. I think that's got to be yeah. a boys trip for uh, for sure. Uh, uh, sauna. Sauna next year? Uh, no, but I'll come <laughs> use that uh, clothing optional sauna all day. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Appreciate you, buddy. Michael, that was fun. Rivers, you're the best. Thank you. And if you missed any portion, as Ryan mentioned, you can always check out the podcast and you can find it online at, ooh, I almost said the last one, scorenorth.com. For Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harvard Garden Stores, my name is Chris Rivers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next Thursday night, we'll talk then. Cheers.